Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. Judge Roy Stewart Moore. Does that name sound familiar to you? It may, if you've been keeping an eye on the ongoing challenges to religious freedom in this country. Well, Judge Moore is at it again. This time, the stakes are even higher. Here to bring us up to date on the man and his new mission is Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine. Lincoln, what's going on in Alabama? Well, you know, they say that history doesn't repeat itself, but uh, (laughs) it tends to cycle a little bit over and over again. And yesterday's story, a few years ago, was Roy Moore, Chief Justice of the uh, Supreme Court of Alabama, really made a big fuss a few years ago when he brought into his courtroom, or at least into the annex of the courtroom, a large, as I remember, a several thousand pound granite monument with the Ten Commandments carved on them. Mm -hmm. I could wish such a thing to put in my front yard. It'd be great. (laughs) Not appropriate in a courthouse, (laughs) in spite of uh, some some well-meaning Christians praying over it and howling in protest. That monument was removed on court order, and a little later... Roy Moore himself was impeached and removed. Hmm. And I thought that would have been the end of it. Now, before we go any further, Lincoln, let's just revisit this for a moment. Why wasn't it appropriate? There are people listening right now going, well, you are right. Ten Commandments in a courthouse in this country of ours, this American Christian country. Why was it not appropriate? Anyone uh, that's listened to us before knows that I've often pointed out the fallacy in saying that this is a Christian government. Mm -hmm. It used to be much more of a Christian society, and uh, along with Roy Moore, we can decry the fact that it isn't anymore. It's more pluralistic as far as religion, and it's less observant as far as Christianity. So we're a mixed multitude, but always to accommodate not just many religions, but many takes on the same religion, Mm. uh, the government was consciously set up to distance itself from religion, but to support all religion, and I imagine, without doing any disservice to history, to say that most of the framers of the Constitution and the legislators of other years would presume that that generally would be Christianity. Yes. yes. I mean, they clearly had a societal bias. Yes. But uh, it's not in our interest to allow the government to promote religious activity or to, well, promotes, fine, I'm happy if they encourage it but it shouldn't be specific endorsement of religion yes and uh, i would be troubled as a christian if chief justice singh of the uh, (laughs) of the whatever state you know wanted some of the bhagavad gita enshrined or or pradesh whatever uh, from another country or maybe it's not not a muslim name but you know we wouldn't really want what some people would think would be foreign religious items there, but if you opened it up, that's the sort of thing that would happen. So it's safer that we practice our own religion and we keep our public officials from promoting a particular form, but hopefully as public officials, whatever uh, religious morality they held to would bring them to a higher moral a level of public service. Very good. We're still waiting for that. (laughs) Yeah, really. We've not noticed noticed any correlation yet. (laughs) 
So Roy Moore got himself into a lot of trouble by uh, crossing that line of separation between church and state Mm -hmm. and and dragging in this monument. Mm -hmm. Of course, it played well with those that don't understand the constitutional uh, situation. They just saw it as an advancement of their religious and their faith view. And, you know, I can't say they were bad people, but it was legally bad. Mm -hmm. And that's why he was impeached and lost his uh, position. Now he comes back again, an issue that on the face of it is not narrowly religious, but with the acceptance of the rights of gays and now a rolling acceptance for gay marriage, Mm -hmm. which offends and troubles, offends slash troubles Christians generally. They look at the Bible and, and they see uh, signs that society is, is deviating greatly from Bible standards. Yes. Very true. But uh, a secular society has granted certain rights. And since he objects to these from a religious point of view, Roy Moore is now using his position as Chief Justice to say, no matter what the federal mandate, he will not allow it in uh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Is there something in the water with Alabama? We, we had back in the civil rights movement, we had Alabama. Now we have this going on with Alabama. If it is in the water, it's in the water that they used to sprinkle on the cotton fields. That must have been it. That must have been because it. Because yeah. this is, I'm being rude, hopefully just facetious. Yes. But no, this is a carryover from the Civil War. There's no question. Mm. And any student of history knows that religion... Uh, and, and religious justifications played pretty strongly in the Civil War yes. on both sides. Yeah. And in the South, they justified not only slavery, but their whole lifestyle, as this was uh, basic Christianity, or misbegotten, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the big issue that was at play in the Civil War was states' rights. Of course, the states felt they had the right to secede, and, and I must admit I'm sympathetic to them. I think they had the right. These were sovereign states that covenanted together for a federal government. Mm-hmm. But whether they actually had it or not, it was settled by war. They lost. (laughs) The national government that had been now salvaged by civil war with all of its representatives passed the 14th Amendment, which extended all of the protections of the federal constitution to citizens of each state. Mm -hmm. And so here, where this is a, it's been cast as a civil right, I think that's a bit off base but it's certainly a civil right that's been granted. Yes. And for, for a state to say they won't grant what the federal government has granted to all citizens directly brings us back to a conflict between the state and, and the federal government, and he will lose. Hmm. And in anticipation of that, I've even read some news reports lately that many of the judges within Alabama are ignoring uh, Roy Moore. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so his, his objection becomes even more symbolic there's no two ways about it so we're going to have a civil war right in alabama itself it sounds like uh, <laughs> i don't think it'll be fought again but the yes. sentiments of the yes. war perhaps rising up yes. but i'm old enough to remember another alabama that defied the federal government oh, yes. george oh, yes. wallace yes. yes he actually stood on the steps i think it was at the university of alabama but anyhow back then and he said you know segregation now segregation tomorrow segregation forever and he cast that incredibly uh, negative sort of a stance, he cast that as states' rights. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's very sad that Roy Moore, who has a modicum of of biblical truth behind him, is now bringing it into disrepute by his lawless attitude toward 
the government that he actually works for. Yes. I mean, he works for the yes. state, but I mean, he's part of the governing structure and the yeah. rules are very plain. Yeah. And it makes a moral position something that people can mock more easily. Mm -hmm. We're behind it all. There are real sentiments, but they're wrongly expressed. Mm -hmm. Christians should have a right to hold a moral worldview that they gain from the Bible. They should have a right to speak about it in any public forum. But I think for them to try to use, in his case, an actual position or their role you know, in government levers of power to prevent what the larger system has allowed is sort of the logic of the Inquisition, in my, mm -hmm. in my view. You know, one thing I have learned listening to you week after week on this program when it comes to this country is that there really are two parallels here. You have the civil side of things, and then you have the church side of things. And sometimes the church gets angry when the civil side doesn't operate as they want it to. And sometimes the civil side, this knife cuts both ways, the civil side gets very upset when the church doesn't operate the way the civil side wants it to go. And I think that's what's happening here, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's a little skirmish, and, and things will be clarified after this. But a far greater problem would be if they got together. Yes. Because yes. when the church and the state get together, whatever view they hold on religion will be advanced with the power of the state. Mm -hmm. And that sort of persecution, who can stand against? Yeah. You know, that's the persecution of Diocletian and the Roman emperors. Yes, yes. Who, who determined that Christianity, which is not going to happen in this country, I should say, but Christianity was unacceptable. But it could if we let Roy Moore and his ilk uh, run amok. It could quickly relate to a situation where they would persecute either Christians who didn't quite see it their way right. or other right. religions that they felt were un-American. Yeah. It hasn't much happened in the U.S., although in small cases we've seen intimations that it has and can. But, you know, in the old world, yes, written large. Yeah. I mean, the, the one case that Seventh-day Adventists, you and I are Seventh-day Adventists, yeah. hold a strong memory of is the uh, Waldenses. Yes. Here, the, the religious powers moved upon uh, political powers to remove these Christian independents from the face of the earth because they bothered the church, and the church said that they will hurt the integrity of the state if you don't deal with them. Mm -hmm. So there was a crusade against the Waldensians and the Albigenses. Mm -hmm. As we move forward under these circumstances, you say he will lose. Will he lose the battle and win the war, or is the war actually lost as well? What's your thoughts on that? No, I don't think the war's lost because this is a growing reaction from, yeah. from people who, who have a Christian identity, believe this is a Christian state, and are correctly morally affronted by some of the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm afraid with many of them they will regroup and and maybe recruit even some more for another challenge. Yeah. I think we've got going on within uh, the United States uh, a rough parallel to what's happened in many Muslim countries where the fundamentalists mm -hmm. are trying mm -hmm. to uh, exercise Sharia law. Mm -hmm. There is a very real battle for control. When someone has a poor idea of the need to separate church and state, it can seem like a fight to the death. And uh, no, a little defeat now won't dissuade them. But he will lose now. Whether he'll lose his job again, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you think the man would learn. But I think he's already lost in the fact that so many of yeah, the judges yeah. in that state are just uh, not going to go along with it. They see this as just grandstanding. Are there any other Roy Moores out there? I mean, we know judges that are, that are backing away. Are there some who are joining him? Uh, 
not too many. Really? Okay. There are many reasons, uh, but usually judges and other public officials are a reasonable representation of the society that they come from. And right. then we know right. that, that the law schools for many years have been uh, pushing a view of law that is really not overly respectful of organized religion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, unfortunately, organized religion has not been really respecting the law either. You know, there's a push-me-pull-you dynamic here, there's no question. And like all situations, even though one side may have a certain moral position that you could defend, in all battles there are things said and done that that are not defensible, and it sort of gives some excuse for the other to to act a certain way. And and my argument, you've heard it on this program before, is religion is very important to the life of human beings, but religion as an organized structure easily gets into the area of restricting other people, and we need more spirituality Mm. rather than organized religious either activity or defense of the structure. We need to turn people back to the principles that motivate all good religion or true religion. Well, we will keep our eye on the good Judge Roy Moore down there in Alabama. Lincoln Steed, thank you so much. Thank you for being here with us today. Always a pleasure. And listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine, inviting you to rest in the freedom of God's love. Good night, everyone. If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. Today.